money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. See, I'm coming out with, yes, I'm it's ready. I'm not. Money Talking Morning with Dave and Reb. <laughs> See, I'm not saying, I'm not reluctant. Mm -hmm. Aren't you glad? We've had a whole, you know, first part of the year where we've been working on this part of the show, (laughs) Reb liking to talk about money. Well, I like to talk about the heart issues around money, to be honest. This is why I'm on the journey. And this is the show where we talk about the heart issues of money. Great segue, Reb. I love it. So if you are just tuning in, my name is Dave Van Oppen. I'm here with my wife, Reb. We have very special guest, Ray Borg, with us. If you've heard the show before, you've heard heard Ray on. We, Every month since the beginning. Ray has been with us giving us yes. guidance and wisdom and, wisdom and leadership and, and there's some big changes that we're going to... Gonna... marital counseling. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was Grant Mullins. If you missed the Grant <laughs> no, Mullins show... That was March 23rd. You can go back to hear our therapy on, on, on air. <laughs> things that you don't want to have on air. It may not be on air anymore. No, just kidding. We do leave them up there. So if you do need to go back to archive shows, again, Reb is just Segway. on it with the segues. Uh, more than enough.ca all of the shows are archived there of course you can get it on itunes as a podcast uh on uh, just search let's talk money with dave and reb and of course you can get it on chri.ca and they're archiving the shows and i have a little bit of an announcement to make because we are in terms of the podcast we are approaching the 5,000 download really mark. yeah which is pretty cool wow. Um, you know, so if you are downloading it from iTunes Quick, and you download actually it again and again, so <laughs> yeah, you yeah. do it two or three times, but, <laughs> yeah. but I, I will say this, if you've downloaded it, leave a comment cause we don't see too many comments and that really does help the rating on iTunes, but it also just lets us know that you're, you're liking the show. So just like it or leave a quick comment that says something on iTunes. That would be great. I really appreciate that. Okay. Ray. Lots of changes in your life, in, in the ministry that you do. And so we're, we're okay, just going to... We're not going to talk about all the changes no, going no, that's on. Right. We won't. <laughs> but, but some, but this, this morning, it's like you have an announcement to make. So, but, and, and we're changing it up. I left scripture with Ray today. So he's going to... We're just giving, we're just giving the mic over show. to Ray. It's, <laughs> it's let's talk money with Ray today. Yes. And let's go. Okay. <laughs> Well, I thought we would read again from the parable of the talents. I know it's a very familiar one, but there's a focal point in my sharing this. It's from Matthew 26, starting at verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded them and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. 
So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents beside them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. I have gained two more besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you're a hard man reaping where you had not sown and gathered where you had not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gathered where I have not scattered seed, so you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. At my coming I would receive my own entrance. Therefore take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given to he who has abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant out into the outer darkness. There we will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So I thought that was just a really good scripture just to be uh, our focus this morning. Um, That whole sense of um, this master saying to his servant, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we all want to hear, isn't it? Yes. Right? You know, in a right. sense of, I mean, I know as a guy, um, and that's not just from the Lord, but it's for my peers. When I, when, when I think I'm doing a good job, then I, I kind of want to hear those accolades. But of course, it when it comes from the Lord, uh, that that's the ultimate. Yeah, I would agree. And the whole focal point of our discipleship journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I should mention this, but as you're reading it, um, I have the message version in front of me. And when it gets to the third man who buries the talent and he, and the message, it says it like this, and it just has jumped out at me today. The servant given 1,000 says, Master, I know you have high standards, hate careless ways. You demand the best and make no allowances for error. I was afraid I might disappoint you. And and in your version that you read, it said, you know, I was afraid yeah. um, I, that I might disappoint you. So I found a good hiding place and secured your money. And, and, and when I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking, did that guy really know who he served? And, you know, a part of our discipleship you know, wanting to hear that well done is knowing the master, knowing, knowing the source of, of, and the supplier. And I'm thinking, yeah, on one level, he saw his master like that. And, and then I hear the echoing of the older brother in my head from the prodigal son story, you know, saying, well, it's done like this, like this, like this. And the, and why are you being so gracious to my brother, you know, who's, who's, who's wrecked everything? And he didn't understand his father either. And I'm thinking, man, discipleship, like this passage to me all of a sudden come alive in, in a way I hadn't seen before. I, I need to know who I'm serving. Because then I'll be able to handle what he's given and I'll in a different way. Does, does that make sense? Because I, I mm-hmm. feel like people are, are saying, well, this is who God is and this is who God is and I'm going to disappoint him. And we've heard it in some, from some of our clients. Well, every time I ask God for something, it's, you know, 
bad news. You know, our car breaks down, the dog dies, you know, you know, every time I ask for something good. So I'm not asking to God for anything good anymore. And I'm like, man, mm-hmm. do we believe that he's good, that he's investing in us so that we can invest in the kingdom? Anyway, I don't know. Just thoughts as you were reading that mm-hmm. just jumped mm-hmm. out at me today. To be a disciple, we need to know who we're serving. Mm-hmm. And that's to me is the whole area of discipleship is mm-hmm. getting to know who Jesus is. If we want to be transformed into his image, then we need to understand his heart and his ways. Mm-hmm. And in that process, money is an aspect that he'd spoke about many times. Yeah. And so beginning to see money from his perspective and not from our own perspective and the, the value we've given to it and the value he gave to it. Well, and, and that's, uh, isn't that the tension that, that's why Christ spoke to it. That's why mm-hmm. scripture is full of this tension of, uh, are you going to, and, and I often think God asking us this question, you know, are you going to replace me with dollars and cents? Are you going to replace, put your trust in money and not in me? Are you going to expect good things from money and not me? Um, you know, all, all of those questions are constantly being asked, not only throughout scripture, but throughout our own experience and how we journey in our discipleship journey to say, oh, right. So I have to think differently because I'm in a world that is preaching that message. I'm, I, we, are, we are in a world, and we're in North America here, then the context is the more money you have, the one with the most toys wins, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's more security, it's more power, it's more, more, more. The more money I have, the more of everything else I can get. And God's going, wait a minute, no, I'm the source, and, and I'm the source of your your joy, your peace, your goodness, uh, you know, all of those things, not money. And that's the tension, right? This is the tension mm-hmm, we all live mm-hmm. in. But can I ask this question, I guess, because we're on this scripture, and then we're going to actually get to you telling us all the changes that are happening. But I, I just, it's not leaving me. Why would he bury it? Why did he bury it? Why? If he was afraid, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't go blow it like the prodigal mm-hmm, son did. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we have an answer to that. Maybe someone listening has an answer. Why, in, if you're afraid of the master that, and you want to secure the money, he must not have known that investing it was, was what the heart of, mm-hmm. the heart of his master mm-hmm. and seeing it produce fruit. Well, and I think maybe some of that just has to do with the the risk of investing or or spend, you know, the the risk of investing because there always is a little bit of risk wasn't great enough for his fear of the Lord. So he said, "Well, if I just hide it away, then I I know at least I can give him his money back." I know that I'll be able to do that mm-hmm. um, because the fear of not doing that far outweighed his 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 risk tolerance to go, mm-hmm. well, I'll take some of it and I'll just invest it a little bit. Well, what happens if the bank goes belly up the day before it's mm-hmm. due, right? right. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. all those, That's right. We, we've said all those crazy things, which really doesn't make any sense, but we go a fear. Yep. Okay. I'm just not going to do so it. So the fear was what was keeping him from... From seeing, anyway, I, I yeah, uh, that's what I think. I mean, uh, I fear fear makes us do one. some pretty Strange crazy things, things yes. and yeah, and makes us think, so. think pretty crazy thoughts. 
And, and sometimes, and this is why when we talk about discipleship and, and the, the idea that we are discipled in the context of others, and so in the area of money, and it's so important in the area of money, it's why we started More Than Enough Coaching, was because people make silly mistakes. And I say that lightheartedly, but we make mistakes in the context of our own fear and our own isolation. And Dave mm-hmm. and I can say that we have, you and I have made those mistakes. Oh, every time I hide something from Reb, it turns out <laughs> wrong. <laughs> every time, every time I, I go out and I spend money and I think I'm not gonna tell Reb. Not only does she find out, but she finds out because it's a disaster. Well, that usually, that doesn't Uh, happen very often. We're a little more aware of that. Anyway, moving on. We've used the word discipleship this morning several times, as you've noticed. So, Ray, some things are shifting in the organization that you are working for. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, you know, Dave and Red, we've gone through a bit of a journey the last uh, year and a half almost. Mm-hmm. Um, a sense of, you know, God wanting to take us on a journey as a ministry and saying, Lord, we're going to take a time out. We're going to seek you and say, Father, what is it that you would say to us as a ministry? So we spent. So can you remind us what that ministry is? Compass Canada. Okay. And uh, as Compass Canada and. Um, the Canadian National Christian Foundation, we got together and went away for a spiritual retreat facilitated by a friend. And during the course of that time, the Lord began to speak to us about changing our approach. Um, And part of our rebranding was to come out as Financial Discipleship Canada because our focus is on teaching discipleship and how money connects into that whole aspect of it. And so um, we had a clear sense from the Lord that God wanted us to be a voice mm-hmm. in this whole area that often, um, you know, discipleship is not a word that we hear much these days, but yet it is very a scriptural mm-hmm. principle in terms of our lives being come more and more like Jesus. As we just talked about, getting to know him, getting to see money as he sees it mm-hmm. in this sense. And um that God is saying, you know, it's more than just about giving and tithing. It's about my relationship with you. Mm-hmm. And so how can we begin to understand the impact money has on our relationship with Jesus? And so that has been a whole journey for us as a ministry to say, we want to say, folks, we need to look at this area a little bit more closely. And what does that mean in our day-to-day living in our discipleship journey, growing more and more like Jesus, moving away from different aspects, perhaps, and influences. And one of the things we've, I think, have mentioned before is the whole spirit of mammon. And how does that come into play in that whole scripture from, from Matthew um, 6.24, no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Mm-hmm. So you look in within that context of a relationship of a master, who are you going to serve as a servant? Mm-hmm. Jesus made it very clear. You either serve me, God, or you serve mammon, mm-hmm. which is another whole influence. And so it's it's been a journey for us to begin to um uncover what actually mammon is. What does that look like? And then begin to prepare ourselves to equip the body and to equip 
our, the disciples, how to walk that out. Mm-hmm. And to understand we can be under the influence of the Holy Spirit, we can be under the influence of mammon. And how, what are the differences of that? And how money can then become so central to our life, it can occupy our thinking, uh, it can occupy our sleeping and dreams, that kind of stuff. It can occupy our anxieties and fears. So much of money can mold us if we choose to go down that road. Or can, we talked about, recognize that God is our source. Mm-hmm. And in that place, begin to recognize he wants us to walk into a freedom and liberty as we walk looking to him as our source of every aspect of our finances. So then oh, there's so much in what you just said. <laughs> I'm like, we we could go Let's in many directions. Stop and I know, so Robert, stop and rewind. Um, but um, as far as Compass Canada goes, now you are, as part of that journey, you are now a part of um, the ministry name of Financial Discipleship Canada. Correct. Right. And so Compass Canada comes in under that, which is what you've been on here before, talking about the material written by Howard Dayton um, that Mm -hmm. is supplied to the churches for Bible studies and and whatnot. Then under that as well is Advisors with Purpose, right? And what is Advisors with Purpose? That is teaching people, um, working with estate planners about how to leave a legacy on and the time of your departure from earth okay and doing that in a godly way how mm-hmm. to prepare yes and then there's uh the freedom initiative which dave can speak to because he was actually one of the masterminds <laughs> behind the freedom initiative well the freedom initiative is, is in, in a sense the complement to um the compass canada material mm-hmm. so there's the education piece which mm-hmm. is compass which you know any and as we go through our discipleship journey we need to be educated. We need to, to have an, an education around transforming our mind. But when we get that education. And heart. Mind. And heart. And heart. So, <laughs> but but we, we need to, to have a transform transformation there. But we also need to then begin to implement that. And, and the Freedom Initiative is just simply an initiative where um, we've set up a, a system where a church can actually um, train and equip their own people to become um, debt freedom coaches. And these coaches actually help walk beside anyone who really wants to to become free in the area of finance. And specifically, I would say very, you know, if you want to pay off some debt or, or some of those learn to, you know, what is a a spending plan look like? And how do I do that practical day to day stuff? then I need some somebody to, to, to help coach me through that. So the Freedom Initiative, it really is the complement to, um, to Compass Canada and, and mm-hmm. the material yes. and, and walking it out. So those, so Financial Discipleship Canada covers those three ministry arms. Right. And that's the new thing. Mm-hmm. That is the new name. They, we call it FDC. It's Financial Discipleship. Dot, is it a dot .ca? Dot .ca, okay. yes. And you can get... You can link to any of those ministries through financial discipleship, right? Correct. Okay. Yes. Yes. So that's what we're talking about. And mm-hmm. if you want a Freedom Initiative Church, we're going to have it on the show notes today, but you could probably go find out more at the mm-hmm. website too. 
Yes, but, so, or you could go to our Facebook page where okay. there's a regular posting of articles and fonts and um, sayings and scriptures to encourage you. So, is that a financial discipleship Facebook yes. page too? Yes, okay. great. Yeah, just to know. check us out, Financial Discipleship Canada on Facebook. So, mm-hmm. if you're feeling like you need resources or encouragement, there's a good place to go. And part of the reason that we love having you on the show, Ray, and and that we love the work of Financial Discipleship Canada, mm-hmm. the new and improved, if you will, uh, financial, is is because we realize that um, there is so much, uh, can I say, negative or opposite pressure information, you know, there's tons of self-help books and all of that stuff, but a lot of those things push us to be serving mammon. Mm -hmm. And there are very few voices in our current culture that I have come across who speak to, wait a minute, we want you to serve serve the Lord in the area of money. And so that's why I love the relationship that we have with Financial Discipleship Canada and you, Ray, is to go, you are a voice that is just saying, listen, there's a way that God says on how we had to think and manage money, Mm -hmm. and let's do that. And that's the heart of this show. That's the heart of what we do at More Than Enough, and and that's why we love hanging out with all the people at Financial Discipleship Canada, because sometimes – uh, you know, you you just rub up against different people at different the right place at the right time, and the right word comes in. So, hang out at Financial Discipleship Canada uh, .ca. That's the website or the Facebook page. Like them on Facebook and and get their feed coming in. Like more than enough, get that yes. feed coming in because you just never know when the word you need to hear is going to be there. And, you know, yes, God does use Facebook. <laughs> we have so many <laughs> testimonies right. of God using the Facebook or some article or something to just, oh, that was just the right place at the right time. And, and uh, I just allowed the Lord to speak through that. So. so what is the heart, the mission for FDC? You know, the Compass materials are great tools and they get you into the Word and look at the Word but I think Financial Discipleship Canada, part of our, our, our praying and discerning and processing with the Lord is this is about why. Why is it so important to understand how money can impact our relationship with Jesus? Mm-hmm. And exploring that and again to understand why we need to give that some attention in our lives mm-hmm. and how it impacts potentially negatively or positively the Lord. Um, I've heard often people say, you know, I can't, you know, they have a sense from the Lord leading them to go in a particular direction and a call on their life. And suddenly they're like, uh, we don't have the money for it. And immediately they disqualify the call and the assignment that the Lord's given them because money becomes the issue. But what happens if that were to be flipped around to say, Lord, you've spoken this money is just a tool in your hand. Mm-hmm. You are the source and the provider. So Lord, let me walk in obedience to that and see how you're going to undo it and provide. And, and I love it because there's precedence here. <coughs> Jesus walks into the temple and they go, hey, you got to pay the temple tax. The temple tax is due. And Jesus, again, I love Jesus when he does this, but he says, right, he goes, well, if there's a king and there's a prince, does the prince have to pay taxes? And of course they say, no, the prince doesn't. He goes, well, I'm 
you know, I'm the king, I'm God, right? which is a whole different deal. But then he sends Peter fishing for the coin that is needed. And again, sometimes as, as you say that, you know, we launch out and we say, oh, you know, I know this is the call. I know this is what the Lord wants me to do. And money seems to be the issue. And then it shows up or it shows up from an unexpected place or we get an unexpected opportunity. And sure, it's the timing is a little different than I thought it would be. But the reality is, is well, I'm, you know, or I'm doing it. Or we have to make different decisions That's right. to get there. Right. So because often I have done what you've done. Well, we'll just, you know, God's just going to miraculously show up the money. And it does sometimes. But other times he's saying, if this is the calling, what decisions, What? how much does this matter? How much does obedience matter? Or how, what are we going to do together to help you get out of your financial situation so that you can fulfill your calling? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's... It's, and sometimes and, it's and, hard work and sacrifice, uh, right? And right? it reveals the heart, you know. In our in our sessions lately <laughs> that we've had with some of the clients, we're like, no, we don't want to ask the Lord what He really wants. You know, uh, one of the questions we had about stewardship in a recent seminar was, you know, do you go to God and say, how is this purchase going to advance your purpose? You know, and they were like. I don't think I've ever asked God that, you know, buying that big screen TV. Is that part of the kingdom plan? I mean, can you imagine if we started asking those questions? Like, I can just see here everyone gasping out there, right? (laughs) You know, we don't want to. Why? Because we're afraid God's going to say no. Mm -hmm. And then it goes back to what you read. Then it's fear over not really knowing who we serve. Because sometimes he might say, yeah, wait on the TV because there's a family up the road who has a need. Or there's a calling I have. I need you to put it there. But we're not even asking the question. And anyway, that's a whole other issue because next time when Ray comes, um, we're going to talk more about mammon mm-hmm. and a new little book. He, he I don't think the show's ending yet. I don't know. Isn't it? I, I, thought I, it would I don't think time. so. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> You're already Last? prefacing the show. Oh, okay. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. Well, it's, so. I mean, it is interesting, Rebecca, because God uses money to test our hearts. And that's mm-hmm. what you're describing there. Yeah. And he does it in so many ways to get really at the root, at the heart yeah. issues related to money. Who's our focal point? Him or ourselves? Can you oh, imagine wow. if we started asking when we went to Costco? How is this going to advance your... Okay, so like, there's the homework. Oh, my God. There's the homework. <laughs> because, you, you know, we're at the end of the you know, show, we're apparently. We're going to have to do that now. Yeah. Yes. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> I, I, will, I will say this on the radio, out loud, in our podcast. We absolutely have done that any yes, number of times yes, to have. say, okay, I can't purchase this because I know that this is going to advance the kingdom. And sometimes yes, we haven't, right. knowing full well we wanted to fulfill our yeah, own well, desires. Jesus was yeah. the only perfect one. Okay? Yeah, so. <laughs> but I also know there have been times in past seasons where we've just felt prompted, you know, this family could use A, B, and C in the grocery store, and we've gathered up stuff and delivered that to them and said, how did you know that was our favorite? Mm-hmm. Wow. So, you know, if we're open to be used by the Lord, it's amazing the little things. We didn't know the Lord did know. So. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I know. And there is great excitement. We're sounding like, oh, it's all sacrifice and terrible, but it's actually quite freeing, cr- oh, quite yes. exciting when we start following the heart of Jesus with our money. It, uh, we can testify to that. Mm-hmm. It, it's just uh you will be amazed. So I guess that's a question. Ask that question and be amazed at what God's going to do. And what question is that, Rebecca? 
how is this purchase going to further God's kingdom and purposes? There you go. So that's the homework. We've only got a minute left. The show's over already. See, I knew it was coming to an end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we want to talk about next week's show. We've got a very special guest on next week. Um, uh, oh, yes, right, of course. Okay, Brian Dirksen is going to be with us. He's going to be in but, the city. Yes, he's doing the concert on Monday night. And at, um, on Monday afternoon, I believe at around 2 o'clock, we're having a Facebook Live event on the CHRI Facebook page. They're going to, it's a video conversation. We're actually going to be, you'll see what we look like. Uh, uh, April Brian, 23rd. Uh, Monday at two o'clock. And then that same interview we're, we're going to replay on next Friday. Next so if Friday's you miss podcast. it, you'll hear it on Friday. So that's because he and Paul Balash are here in town, but it's sold out. So. There you go. You can't get a ticket. You can't even buy tickets. <laughs> so, you might be able to win them somewhere, but you cannot buy them. So, well, if you need to come and listen to other shows and you need to go and listen to other shows, you can hear them on morethanenough.ca, chri.ca. Those are archive shows. And then we've, all, of course, got the podcast on iTunes. Just search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. And uh, Reb, why don't you just pray? Thank you, Father, for your goodness to us and um, for the fun we can have in your kingdom, for the joy that we can experience. Lord, thank you that you're patient and that our journey uh, of finding you as source is a daily one, step by step, how patient and kind you are. And we give you praise, and I pray that you would help us serve your purpose and your heart uh, in this day and age. In Jesus' name, amen. And join us next week when we talk money with Brian Dirksen. Mm -hmm. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.